Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about how to love yourself more. I don't want to give too much away, but to love yourself is to know yourself. So if you're on this journey of self-discovery and you're aware that in every experience you will know yourself more, then you will go through experiences either in a higher perspective or a more limited perspective, and that creates your experience. So there's a lot to this one. Uh, You might have to listen to it a couple of times because it's sort of deep here, but I think you're going to get it with all the questions that go around that. So I think you'll really enjoy it. Before we begin, please remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and leave a review and all that great stuff. If you'd like more information on Joshua, please visit our website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. There's a seven-day course you can take there that has the manifestation event form in there and all the meditations as well. It's a self-directed course that will really get your perspective shifted on who you truly are, and I highly suggest this, as well as the meditations that are there. Uh, there's also... Uh, the audiobook of a perception of reality. And there's a new meditation called the neutrality meditation. So check that out. Well, thanks again for being here and enjoy this episode. We are thrilled to be here. (laughs) Well, we understand it seems like you're living in a physical reality that everything's solid, that things are happening outside of you. And of course, from your perspective, you must imagine that you're just living your life yourself, individual, separated from all the other people in your life and all the other things in life and everything that's in your reality, it seems solid. And of course, you know, intellectually that if you drilled down into something and you blew it up and blew it up and blew it up, there'd just be a couple of molecules spinning around there and you blow those up. And, and it really is, you can see a vibrational thing and you sort of understand that, but somehow you don't feel it. And this is a feeling reality. So what you're feeling generally is separation. Well, that's the basis of this reality. This is a purpose for this reality, to feel the separation, to believe you're separate, and then to go on this journey to reconnect with everything in reality. Well, how does that happen? How does one go from feeling isolated and separated and an individual perceiving that things are happening to them, living in fear without even realizing it's even fear to begin with, and then take this journey having manifestation events and being basically knocked on the head and what seems to be things happening to you just to wake you up, just to get your attention. Well, it is a process, it's an eternal process, and it's a process that you've all established long ago with the many lives that you lived before. And as you go into each life, you have new experiences and new awarenesses, and all you're really doing is shifting your perspective through each life. You're shifting perspective through the idea of individuality And maybe there's something more. Maybe there's something more going on here. Maybe there is a different version of you that you never considered before. And so if you're sort of operating now with this new understanding that everything is happening for you, that everything is right, there is no wrong anywhere in the universe, that you are a limitless, magnificent, eternal being of pure, positive love and acceptance, that you are the creator of your reality, and that you are never separated from your inner self or your guides and supporters. And that there's all this stuff going on within the system of physical reality designed to move you along your journey of self-discovery. To come from this feeling of individuality and not knowing who you are to a greater sense of knowing who you are, an eternal journey of knowing more, knowing more, knowing more. And of course, knowing is love. So as you know yourself more, you essentially love yourself more. If knowing is love, and love is knowing, then the more you know who you are, the truth of who you are, the more love there is within you. 
Now, when that love is generated within through this understanding of yourself from a higher perspective, well, then you're able to offer that love to everyone in your life and to everything in your life. Because as you move along from this belief, which is highly limiting, that you are an individual separate from everything, that can only be a belief. It can't be true. Now, if you had the belief that you were connected to everything, that would also be a belief. You go from this one belief to another belief. This one perception of yourself that's highly limited to a perception of yourself that's much less limited or limitless. And so this journey then is to go from limited to limitless. Well, when you're living with a perception of yourself as an individual separate from everything, you're in this illusion of limitation. And in that illusion of limitation, you apply limitations to yourself. All limitations are self-imposed. As you move along your journey to discover that you're limitless, you become less limited. You drop the inauthentic aspects of yourself, which you attach to yourself, you see? So all your limitations are based in a belief system that you're an individual. Your limitless nature is attached to an understanding of yourself as magnificent, eternal being of love that created your own reality. Now, you wouldn't want to get from limited to limitless all in one weekend. You want to have little spurts of experiences, little ideas, little beliefs that you are limited, but then there's experiences where you're not limited. Oh, I can't believe I was able to do this. If you look back at some moments in your life, some events in your life, you'll say, how did that even happen? How was that even possible? How did I get from there to here? How did I have that experience? How did everything happen to line up perfectly for me to have this experience at that time? Well, there must be something else happening here. And what is happening is this universe, the system of physical reality designed to awaken you to the idea that you are in fact limitless. You are in fact one with all that is. Now, as one with all that is, it makes perfect sense. Of course, everything should line up for you. Everything should work out for you. Everything should happen for you. Everything should operate in all these synchronicities and these perfect timing and perfect people and perfect experiences should line up for you so that you can discover who you are. Makes sense, doesn't it? But if you're operating as a victim, perceiving that things are happening to you, you can't see it. You won't believe it. You'll make reference to some other idea that seems to explain it away. Oh, I didn't see that thing over there. I didn't see those numbers line up because someone was giving me inspiration. That couldn't be it. It was just random. Well, in this reality, guess what? Nothing's random. There is no luck whatsoever. And everything, everything, everything is lined up for you. Okay, great. What if you had that perception of yourself, just intellectually? What would be the next step in that evolution for you? The next step would be the feeling of it. How do you feel when something amazing happens in your life? How do you feel when you get some insight, some aha moment? How do you feel when things just turn out perfectly for you? How do you feel when you look back at something you once feared and realize, oh no, it was just a pathway so I could discover a limiting belief and everyone involved in that event behaved perfectly so they could move through that event and have an experience that lines up perfectly with me. So if you would like to go from limited to limitless, 
Just look at reality a little bit differently. That's all you have to do. Just be excited for what's to come. Just be interested in what has happened in the past, not regretting it or resenting it. But is it interesting? I went from point A to point Z in the zigzag way that at the time I was offering resistance, but it all led perfectly to where I am now. And where I am now is where I intended to be. At this moment, at this time, at this date, whether you're on this call now or listening to a later date, where you are now is the perfect place for you. If you can accept where you are now, accept everything in your life as perfect for where you are on your specific journey of self-discovery, if you can accept that, then you took one giant leap towards limitlessness. And with that, we would like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Gary, I have a question for you. Excellent, Ron. So uh, going through the, the, the Emmy event, you know, as, as these are unfolding and stuff, I realized at night, like, again, our subconscious kind of filtering all this stuff, and we are able to kind of process it. Um, but I had an interesting thing happen last night where I'm having this dream, and it starts out with somebody in the dream. The dream is enjoyable, then it gets to be where this person, I feel like they are um, not in my best interest and pursuing me and being aggressive towards me to the point of where it woke me up. And when I first woke up, my initial thought was kind of that fear of, okay, there's some entity that's honing in on my energy. And I'm like, no, that's not it. And then it dawned upon me, it was me. It was the lower vibration of me. And I realized that and it was a neat thing to realize and helpful. But now I'm trying to figure out how to process that Emmy of that realization because I'm not really sure where to begin with it. Excellent. Well, here's what we would start out by saying that yesterday's version of you no longer exists. Only the recollection or the perception of that version of you from your current state. Future version of you does not exist yet. Only the possible imagination of what that person would look like, who that person would be. If you would cut your life up into the number of days you've been alive, you're a different version, we'll say, every day. Of course, you're a different version every moment, but just to make it simple, you're a different version of you every day. And you've expanded along the way. So let's say you're five years old, you're having fun, you're loving everyone, you're using your imagination, you're playing, nothing really matters, you don't really have a concept of the wider world around you, you're feeling good with your friends, you're enjoying yourself, and you're free from a lot of the limiting beliefs that the 10-year-old version would have, or the 15-year-old version. But of course, you've, you've adopted those limiting beliefs, you've, you've had all the experiences, you've gained whatever expansion you've had in that time period, and that 10-year-old version is a completely different version of you. And then there's a 15-year-old version, and a 20-year-old version, and a 25-year-old version. But if the 20-year-old version was worried about the 10-year-old version coming up and catching up and maybe dragging that back down, wouldn't make any sense. You're not going to shrink in your body. You're not going to go back to whatever grade that was. You've already expanded enough. Once you've expanded, there's no going back. Well, that's true of the yesterday version of you too. There's no going back. You might have, oh, I used to have this habit before and I used to have this problem before and I hope that doesn't happen again. It won't happen again as long as you're not offering the same vibration. And now you're not offering the same vibration unless you're worried about something. So if you're worried about something, then that worry is a vibration in and of itself, not attached to a past version, but because there was an experience of something, maybe that is resonant within you now. Okay, that's fine. So you have a mix of vibrations going on. 
you're offering love, you're offering a little bit of fear, you're having these certain mental construct and belief systems that are going on. But where you are right now is the point where you can say, okay, I will take my mental construct, whatever that is, my experience of life, I've adopted all these beliefs of what I thought. Now, those beliefs allowed me to get here. So those were the perfect beliefs for those versions of me that let me get where I am right now. Do I need to hold on to any of them? Absolutely not, because today I'm brand new. What's the only true belief? I am love. Okay, every other belief is limiting in some way. That's fine. You don't want to cast off all the limiting beliefs all at one time. You just want to work on the ones that come up in the manifestation events that you're having in that day. That's all you need. In those manifestation events, they're going to point to whatever limiting belief could be addressed today. What is limiting you from becoming a future version? The version that is more aligned with who you truly are. Okay. You might believe, oh, I have to have this job. I can't quit this job. I can't ask for a promotion because maybe they'll get me into some other thing I'm not interested in, or even though there's more money, maybe more status, but maybe I don't want to work that hard or whatever it is. So you have this little belief or little mental construct that's coming up today, bringing a little fear today. And you can say, all right, is that an empowering belief or a limiting belief? If it's limiting, I can prove that that belief is false and I can soften that belief so that it does not create a repetitive pattern in my life. If you think about, oh, I have to find the most core limiting belief right now because I, I'm afraid of this happening again in the future, it's not about that. It's just about what comes up today. What is a belief system or a belief that I can work on today? What can I soften today and prove this false today? That's all you have to think about. As you peel away those little layers of this infinite onion, you'll come down to a core limiting belief that says, I'm not the creator of my reality. This reality wouldn't work without that core limiting belief. That core limiting belief is useful because it allows you to go from this feeling of separation and individuality to a feeling of connection and oneness. Great. That's the journey of it. Do you want to cast away all the limiting beliefs and just race to the end? That would be like going in a hot air balloon and throwing off all the ballast at the same time. Some of it is required because it's working with your current system, your current mental construct, moving you in the direction of exactly what you truly want. Everything is working out perfectly. The entire system, even your dreams, are working to get you moving along your journey towards eventual self-discovery. The thing about you and everyone else in this call and everyone else who's listening to this call literally, everyone else, you have a vibration in there or a pre-birth intention. So you state a pre-birth intention, all your pre-birth intentions, and they exist as a vibration within your core being. That vibration is, wouldn't it be interesting to discover who I was in this lifetime? Wow. All right. If that's in there, you're going to have, all of you are going to have a unique experience of life. However you made it to this moment in time, when you're listening to this conversation, it was due to that pre-birth intention or that vibration that's been drawing you here the whole time. Now, the tricky thing about that is you had to go through certain experiences. Maybe they were experiences that other people didn't have. Maybe they were experiences that you actually didn't want at the time and were in resistance to. 
Maybe there are experiences that you were afraid of, but guess what? They all work perfectly to get you here right now. So imagine that you had an experience in earlier in life that felt to you traumatic. And you would say, going through experience and look back at, back at the experience and saying, I hope that that never happens again. And I wish that didn't happen as well. It was really bad. It felt terrible. I wouldn't want to go through it again. That experience, no matter what you think about it then or even now, was necessary to get you here because you had a powerful pre-birth intention to discover who you are in this lifetime. Not everyone has that powerful pre-birth intention. Some have a softer version. Some are not interested in it. But those of you on the call now had that. So whatever happened in your life up to this one moment in time right now, everything happened perfectly, even the things that you resisted at the time or look back and regret and resent. All the people played their parts perfectly. All the conditions played their part perfectly. The greater environment, however you perceive the economy, whatever it was to you. Gary went through a loss of everything and at the time sort of felt relief. Lost all the businesses, lost all the houses, lost all the stuff he was doing, had to completely reset his life. What am I going to do now? He would naturally regret some decisions he made, resent the economy in general, fault himself for not knowing better. But essentially, the feeling was relief. Not having to go into an office every day and not having to do the same thing he was doing all the before and realizing he wasn't satisfied in it. He felt a feeling that didn't match what he was thinking about, worried about, concerned about. Something in that feeling of relief, freedom, ease. Now he could pretty much do anything he wanted with his time. It was counter to what he thought he should feel. But it was interesting because relief, pretty good feeling. Regret, resentment, not a good feeling. Self-doubt, not a good feeling. Worry about the future, not a good feeling. Look at him 14 years in the future. Everything is exactly how it should be. He knows it's how it should be. He's absolutely in the moment. He's content with how things are going. He's offering less resistance. He's doing work that, that generates an incredible amount of satisfaction. He's free, abundant, happy. All of the things that he truly want came as a result of something that was traumatic to him at the time. Now, if that's true for him, and it's true for most of you, and it's true for pretty much everyone who's listening on the phone, and it's true for pretty much everyone that's ever existed on earth, even though it might've been painful, even though you didn't understand where it was going, you can know now that the future version of you will be the version of you that can handle everything because you'll never get a manifestation event of any kind that you're not fully prepared for. It will never happen. If you worry about the future, what will I do if this happens or that happens? You're worrying about it from a present, more limited version of you than the version of you who will be there to deal with it when it comes. The fact that you've changed your perspective from what is happening to me to how is it happening for me is a tremendous shift in perspective that allows you to relax around all things that are coming to you. A manifestation event that you feel strongly about today will seem silly to you in a year. Isn't that a wonderful feeling of relief that you just don't have to worry anymore, that you're going to see things clearly now, 
And that when something comes along that you don't really understand, but you feel a bit of negative emotion, you know for sure one thing and one thing only, that you're perceiving it from a limited perspective. That is not true. The perception would come from someone who perceives that things might happen to them. There might be this energy that's coming after me. There might be a version of myself that's coming after me. From that negative emotion proves that's not true. From a positive emotion of anything, you know that you're seeing yourself from a higher perspective as closer to who you truly are. And when you let go of all the stuff that you think you need to have happen for you to go on this journey, this primary journey that you intended of self-discovery, if you let go of everything and just live in today and be satisfied with what's happening today or curious about it or interested in it or working on it or whatever it is, in this day, you are perfect for today. And tomorrow, you'll be a different version of you. You might be the version that you're ascending into and ascending into. And eventually will send ascend into the version that says, oh, I get it now. I understand who I am. Excellent. Thank you, Joshua. Who's next? Joshua, yes. I have a really silly question. All right. So uh, I was going to get the train and then I felt inspired. like, okay, I just go into the train without paying. But a part of me is like, no, I need to go and pay for it. And when I went to pay, I got stressed. I was almost forgiving then like 50 euro, you know, like I was and I was feeling into me. Wait a second. Like I was feeling inspired, inspired or not to pay. But how it will work if all of us feel inspired not to pay the train, not to pay the taxes? Like like I was I'm, I'm, I have a doubt around that, you know. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Well, again, you're perceiving yourself as a victim in your reality. You're perceiving that things can happen to you. Like if everyone else doesn't pay on the train, what's going to happen to me personally? Don't care about anything else because from that victim perception, you're looking at only how everything impacts you. How will I feel if this happens, if that happens, if that happens, if that happens? And this is the view from a limited perspective. Everyone has that view time to time. Everyone's concerned about their welfare and well-being and safety and security and all these things. But when you start living from the inside out, you're not focused on you. When you're living from the outside in, how do the conditions, how do those conditions affect me? I must protect myself from those conditions. I must do the right thing. I must make sure all my bills are paid. I must make sure that everyone likes me. I must make sure that I behave properly so they get respect from others, all these things. You see, so when you are living from the outside in, it's all about you. And you are having to do it all yourself. It seems like it's all yourself. You're living as the most individual version of you that you can imagine. You have to do everything to protect yourself. Now, if you turn that around and live from the inside out, how can I feel good, feel love, feel the truth, look at myself from a higher perspective, look at everyone else from a higher perspective? How can I disregard my need for safety, security, protection, and just focus on what I'm interested, what gives me joy, what gives me satisfaction, what gives me a sense of oneness with all that is, with everything in my reality. When you're living from the inside out, that's a different perspective. You're living as the creator of your reality. When you're living from the, in, from the outside in, you're living as the victim to your reality. When you're living from the outside in, you're most separated. When you're living from the inside out, you're most connected. So it's a simple 
and not a silly question at all, but a simple decision that you make. Am I going to behave in this reality as if I'm an individual, I'm separated, and I have to protect myself? Or am I going to behave in this reality as if I'm the creator of my reality and I'm connected to all that is, and I generate the reality based on how I feel and the perspective that I hold? Both of those are beliefs. One belief is no stronger than the other belief. One belief has no more pull than the other belief. You could just as easily believe that you're a victim as you are the creator. Just because everyone else thinks you're the victim, that doesn't mean you have to believe that. Just because no one really believes that they're the creator, you don't necessarily have to take their opinion for any importance whatsoever. You get to choose how you want to live in this reality because this reality was designed for you. Of course, there's the illusion. Of course, there's fear. Of course, there's survival instinct. Of course, you have limiting beliefs. Of course. Yet you now have the process to mitigate the intensity of those limiting beliefs and prove to yourself that they're false so that they no longer limit you. And when they no longer limit you and you're living from the inside out, then all the rules fall away because nothing else matters. Excellent question. Who's next? I have a question to follow up on that. Hi, Joshua. Excellent, Kate. It's good to see you. What about loneliness? I've been working on, all right, it's all inside me, but then I, I've been experiencing great loneliness. And I'm like, how do I change that feeling within? Because I, I can't, I haven't been able to yet. Excellent. So loneliness, what you would call negative emotion. Any negative emotion is simply the sign that you're looking at your life from the outside in. There's no people in my life. Therefore, I'm lonely. The feeling of separation. Therefore, I feel negative emotion. I'll call it loneliness. Is loneliness, that feeling of loneliness, is it really a negative feeling? Imagine that you had a house full of kids and family members and friends, and they were there all the time, 24-7. You'd never have a moment to yourself. You're constantly cleaning and picking up and doing stuff and cooking and taking care. When you're not going to work, you're doing all these things. You don't have a moment to yourself. And so he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a walk. And you go out in nature and you're walking by yourself. And suddenly you're alone, but you're not feeling lonely. Why not? Because, you know, when you go home, there's going to be all these people there. You are connected to all these people. And because it's so busy, you're spending most of your time thinking about how do I take care of them? How do I do the laundry and do the food shopping and do all these things I got to do for them? The loneliness feeling is this perception of your reality where what you think you want does not exist. But what if right now it was important for you to be centered? If you lived in a house full of people and all this stuff was going on, when could you possibly work on you? When could you possibly understand how you're living life and how you're approaching life and your own perspective, and your own limiting beliefs and, and manifestation events? You wouldn't have the time. Guess what? You have time now. But if you're distracted by loneliness and thinking that your present moment was happening right now is not the way it should be, you're not going to be open to the growth and the manifestation events and the insight and the inspiration and the direct guidance and all the aid that's coming to you. Just because you can't see them doesn't mean they don't exist. 
they're filling up your house now. But when you have a distraction in the form of a negative emotion or a perspective of yourself that is not aligned with who you are, you're the creator of reality, yet you're perceiving that this loneliness means that something's wrong happening in your reality. How could anything wrong happen in your reality if you're, if you're creating a perfect reality? If you're perfect for the reality you're li living in right now, and that reality is perfect for you right now, but you're wishing something was different, the term wishing would be an indication of your perception of yourself as a victim to what's happening. And if you could create from where you stand now, what you think you want, you'd fill it up. You'd fill it up with more distractions and you wouldn't be able to do the work that you're asking yourself to do right now. This is true of all of you who are in some situation when there you wish was different than it was. The situation is actually perfect. Now, fast forward a year, you look back and you go, oh my God, I did this work on myself. I did this meditation. I did this breath work. I did this modality. I did, met this interesting person. I went on this retreat. I did this stuff because I realized that in order to create a joyful life experience for me, I had to get on track with my pre-birth intention, what I intended to do in this lifetime. Well, what did I intend to do this lifetime? Did I intend to have a job? Sure. Did I intend to have a family? Sure. Did I intend to make a lot of money? Okay. And did I intend to discover who I am? Yes. Now, if I had a really busy job, if I had lots of people in the house, kids and family members and everything going on, would I really have the time to work on me? I'd be distracted. You have the time right now. You have the complete freedom to do whatever it is that will move you on your journey of self-discovery. Now that inspiration brought you to this call right now to have, ask this question, not just for you, but for many, many, many others in similar situations. This is part of it. See, you could not have not asked this question. You could not have not felt lonely because the feeling of loneliness alerts you to the fact that, well, there's some little bit of limiting beliefs there, isn't there? There's a little bit of resistance to what is happening now, isn't there? You couldn't have any made any decisions up until this point that are different than what you made all along the way because you had to be at this point in time. You had to come to this situation where you're thinking more, thinking more, thinking more, and then had the inspiration to ask this question. We want to tell you that there's much more inspiration flowing to you. But when you say, okay, my number one issue here is that I'm lonely. I'm receiving this inspiration that says, meditate. How's that going to get me what I want? I'm not doing that. Oh, I received this inspiration. Go and research this retreat or this thing or that thing or whatever it is. You're saying to yourself, okay, if the inspiration is going to lead to what I want, which is someone in my life, more people in my life, then I'll act on that inspiration. But that's not going to work that way. It has to work in a way where you come to accept where you are and to realize you brought yourself to this moment in time. Sure, it doesn't feel good. You wish it was different. Okay, that's acceptable. But why are you here? Why is it unfolding this way? There has to be a reason. If you're creating your reality and you created this moment in time in this situation, if you created all of that, it's for some benefit. What's the benefit? All right. Well, one thing for sure, I have time. Great. One thing for sure, I'm feeling negative emotions. There's got to be limiting beliefs in there. And there's got to be a, a perception of myself that's flawed. 
I'm looking at myself as a victim. If I feel negative emotion, I've dropped into victimhood. That's not true. I'm the creator. So why am I thinking this is wrong? What if you could just accept where you are now? Here's what we promise you. This is November 11th, 2022. Get to November 11th, 2023. As a conclusion or as a response to this answer that you must listen over and over again, because you're in the problem, the problem is loneliness. The solution is not finding the next person to be in your life, because from this vibration now, that would not be satisfying. You would match someone at this vibration. The vibration is fixing loneliness. Everything you try to do in the vibration of the problem will create an exacerbation of that problem. Nothing will work to fix the problem. What works to fix the problem? Changing the perspective of yourself from victim to creator. How is that done? You cannot know exactly how it's done. You can trust that in the next year or a month or six months or whatever it is, you're going to be led on a journey from a state of acceptance to a state of knowing more about who you are. When you get to the state of knowing more about, more about who you are, that higher perspective of who you truly are, you've gone through a lot of experiences where limiting beliefs have popped up, where manifestation events have happened, where wonderful experiences have happened to help you shed that which is inauthentic. In a year, after shedding that which is inauthentic and being the most refined, authentic version of Kate that's ever existed, that vibration is highly attractive. That vibration is attractive. And then they'll be coming. They'll be coming. But you won't care because you know yourself and you'll realize that journey, that was what you really wanted. That was the solution. Okay. Wow. I have to say, I was really proud of myself for following you. I think I really followed you all the way through. <laughs> we saw that you did. Quite amazing. Woo. Why did that happen? Because for the work you've done up to this point, you got here. The rest is downhill. Just do what you want to do. Don't care how it turns out. Do whatever comes up. Say yes to a lot of things. Don't be afraid. You're going to get everything you want. So go for it. No rush. The joy is going to be in this year-long journey from now till next year. I love this so much. And what I realized when I was working through this yesterday through some of your writings recently is I'm so cruel to myself. Like I'm so mad at myself for where I am and how I've been in relationship. And so then I'm like, oh, well, that's what it is. I'm just, I have this cruel, cruel to self part. But so, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that, but thank you so much. That's part of it too. If you were kind to yourself, you wouldn't get off your ass. For you, not for everyone else, for you. It works out perfectly for you. This is your relationship with you. That's part of your pre-birth intention. Mm. You wanted to feel like what this feels like. And when you slingshot from this, what this feels like into true acceptance of whoever comes, 
as perfect as they are without any need for them or you to be different than you are, just to get to know yourself through knowing them. That's what you want. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much. Who's next? I think I have just the opposite question. It was great to listen to. Great to hear. I had uh, last Sunday, I had 10 people here, uh, which uh, I went to school with in grade four. It was a phenomenal afternoon. There wasn't a manifestation event in the entire afternoon. It was so great. I haven't seen some of them for 55 years. And it was just like we had picked up from yesterday. And the first four people that came were my classmates, my male classmates, and the girls took quite a time. So I was sitting in my living room with these four friends of mine that I hadn't seen for so long in the middle. And I absolutely loved this male energy. I was quite aware of it. I haven't had a, you know, a relationship or a friendship in, and, and not with very many men for quite some time. And I, I was really aware how much I was enjoying this, how much this was flowing, how much this was fun, easy, humorous, just great. I absolutely loved it. Then the girls came and the entire afternoon was like that. It was just wonderful. In the evening, it was quite late when everybody cleared out and I cleared the kitchen a little bit. I was very tired. I sat down, I opened my computer and I went on Facebook, which I never do, <laughs> almost never. And I scrolled down and not very far down comes an ad for a dating service, an online dating service. I didn't click on it, but I went on the website. I mean, this is unbelievable, unbelievable that I did all of these things. <laughs> and um, I read through and yes, 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 it's all okay. It sounds fine. And uh, when at the bottom it says, click here to um, start your free profile, I clicked on the profile. I answered all the questions. It was a process of five minutes. I found a photograph. I put it in. I put it all there together, shut the computer off and went to bed. The next morning, <clears throat> I opened my uh, email box and I had a half a dozen uh, emails in my email box referring me to what to the web page that men had responded to my ad and I said oh it was already active okay <laughs> so I went on there and I looked at them and I had an instant oh I was so ticked off <laughs> uh, I took the free profiles I couldn't see the, the 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 faces of the men they were all scrambled but just looking at the scrambled faces I thought these are all old men so <laughs> guys I don't have anything to do with them and like the the comments uh, that they had sent was I'm sending you a wink or I'm sending you a kiss or um the most that was said was by somebody was that I like your profile picture I was so ticked off at this communication um so this is a classic so actually I left it sit and then I didn't look at it again and the next day there, were, there was more of the same and I just deleted the profile <laughs> I was totally disenchanted and I thought no, not like that so is this a classic case of having an inspiration and then turning it down by fear or is there a place for realizing oh I do want this was an inspiration and I do want to pursue it but that's not the way for me classic I, case of the high vibration of the day getting you to a high vibration of yourself interaction that was lovely with all these fun people had a wonderful time had energy you were tired but yet inspiration comes through you just go on the thing go on Facebook crazy See this ad, go on the website, crazy, enter a profile, five minutes, easy, classic inspiration. Everything's easy, feeling good, everything's easy. But then you have an attachment to an outcome. And when the next steps in your journey of self-discovery do not align with that 
outcome that you're attached to, that ideal, you feel as a victim. Drop into victimhood. Something's mm -hmm. happening to me. The whole thing should be easy. Here's what I think should happen from my perspective. You say, enter in my information and my ideal, which isn't even formed, blurry. You didn't write a list of a thousand positive aspects on who you're looking for. Some blurry, half-talked ideal you have up here. That's not it. Oh, disappointment. Here's what you wanted. Wake up in the morning, one profile, perfect in every way, wonderful <laughs> writing, interesting in every way. Right. Contact that person. And then you have this lifelong partner that you think from this box that you put things in. Okay, great. We'll go out and we can do these things together, blah, 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 whatever it is. You have to understand from the inspiration to whatever eventual outcome is, there's a journey. A journey to remove the inauthentic aspects of you that is not prepared to manifest what is in that vibration. In that vibration could be a person that you get to see as perfect and reflect back your own perfection. You're on journey self-discovery. Imagine getting into a relationship where you get to discover yourself through the other person as perfect. You see them as perfect and then they reflect back whatever you think you are about yourself. You get to know yourself through the relationship with this person. In order to manifest that kind of relationship, which is unimaginable, you'll have to go on a journey. You'll have to kiss a lot of frogs. You'll have to push past a lot of fear. You'll have to have the ability to process manifestation events at the thought stage. Now you could have done this. You could have before going to sleep last night after you closed your computer, you could have said to yourself, okay, what happens if I get a reply back? What happens if my account's deleted and then this even shows up? What happens if it goes live? What happens if I get 300 replies? What happens if they don't sound interesting? What happens if I get into fear? So at the thought stage, these thoughts were all going through your head. They were all in there, but you didn't pay attention to them but you could do a manifestation event form on each one, or at least intellectually say, whatever happens will happen. Whatever happens will be the perfect thing to happen. Okay. What happened is you got discouraged with whatever it was, and then you dipped into victimhood. You received an urge to change the conditions and you acted on that urge. So let's say you got 15 replies and then tomorrow you get 15 more and tomorrow you get 15 more. So you work on the manifestation event today. This wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting flowery conversations. What you got today was the perfect reflection to who you think you are today. Work on that manifestation event, process that limiting belief, whatever comes up for you. We're not gonna tell you what it is. You will know what it is. Whatever that belief is, work on that belief. Then do it again tomorrow. How do you feel tomorrow? I only got five people tomorrow. But one guy was sort of witty. Okay, that's a step up in your perspective. Mm -hmm. All right, let's process this manifestation event today. What happens tomorrow? Oh, we got 45 people tomorrow. And the guy that I thought was witty responded back to me. Okay, next day, another manifestation event. In this area, process, 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 process. Eventually, 
the witty guy wants to get together for coffee. Why not? Oh, there's a bit of fear about that. I don't know that person. All right. Well, I'm going to push past that fear. And I'm going to expect to have a manifestation event mm -hmm. because I am whittling away that which is inauthentic so that when I'm ready, I've reached a high enough perspective that I'm a vibrational match to this person that I deem as the reflector or the mirror that I want to spend time with. I want to spend time with this mirror. When you look at the mirror in your bathroom, you know that mirror is perfect. So when you look at this person, you'll have to know that mirror is also perfect. That person is perfect. So anything he says, anything he does, he's doing it for you. He's only showing up for you and you're showing up for him. Now he may not see you as a perfect mirror and he may, whatever it is, but you see him as perfect and how you feel in response to anything he says or does. You're saying that's not perfect, should be different. And when you say that's not perfect, should be different, you're perceiving yourself from a lunar perspective as the victim. When he says something and ooh, you feel a little, oh, I don't think that was the right thing to say. It's not him. He's perfect. He's the perfect mirror. There's not a scratch in that mirror. There's not a flaw in it anywhere. It's perfect. Now you can change out mirrors all you want. That's fine. But this mirror at that time is perfect. You raise your vibration more, maybe you get a gilded framed mirror. It's still going to be perfect. You see? Whatever mirror you have is perfect. That's what you want. You want to understand the mirror is perfect because it reflects back your own perfection. It's always reflecting back your own perfection. Can you see your perfection in how you respond, how you express love, how you get upset, how you make choices and decisions, how you see yourself? When you look at the mirror in the bathroom, the mirror's perfect. The reflection's perfect. You're perfect. But guess what? There's something in you that's inauthentic, judging it as wrong or bad. So if you can get to the point where you can say, okay, the mirror's perfect, and it's reflecting a perfect image, and I'm perfect, then there's no flaws in either of it. The whole back and forth union collective of that combination of mirror, perfect mirror and perfect mirror, there's nothing to judge. If you put two mirrors facing each other, actual mirrors from your bathroom, put them facing each other, what do you see? Infinite. Mm -hmm. The reflections go back and forth forever. Infinite. That's what that is. That's what you want. And if any of you want a relationship, that's what you want. You want to see whoever you're in relationship with as perfect. And of course, that's true of your friends, your parents, your children, strangers, acquaintances, and even enemies. Every mirror is perfect. You're perfect. And whatever that judgment is, that's the inauthentic version of you that can be dealt with, can be processed, can be discovered in a limiting belief. And when you get to the fact that you feel perfect, you accept them as perfect, that's unimaginable. Do you want that? It's Absolutely. yours. But you'll have to shed the inauthentic parts, understand where you're having fear, understand it's tied to a limiting belief, do the work, keep going out, pushing past fear. That's what you want. It's a game of shedding the inauthentic. In shedding the inauthentic, you can do it when the thought comes up that's resistant, when the manifestation event comes up, 
when the mirror reflects something you don't like, you have all this opportunity. You know how to do it now. You have a form. You have a process. Where your perspective is now is always going to be limited to the perspective of the perfect mirror. You get to see back your limitations. And you get to say, oh, that's just me. I'm just getting upset for this reason or that reason or that reason. It's just me. Where is this limiting belief inside of me? Oh, yes. Okay, okay. I understand. It's natural. Everyone else would feel the same way too. Okay, okay. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to do what everyone else is doing. I'm here to say what's inauthentic, okay? We're not going to get rid of it, but we're going to look at it and we're going to, we're going to understand it's based in a false premise. The false premise is imperfection. The truth is perfection. If you're willing to see the truth, then you're willing to realize that everything that is reflected back to you is your interpretation of either perfection or imperfection. So if you're interpreting anything as imperfect, you're buying into the illusion of victimhood and separation and individuality. And if you're seeing it as perfect, you're understanding who you truly are. That vibration is in you. That's what you want. Great. Thank you. Excellent. Great. Since we already had one silly question, we have time now for one very complex, serious, deep, long-winded question with a very silly answer. Who would like to ask that question? I will. Excellent. Andrea. <laughs> okay. So here's the question. The saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. Talk about that. It's an excuse for why you can't manifest what you want. When <laughs> things aren't happening, when you're not getting what you want, when you're efforting and struggling, when you think things should be different than they are, you can beat yourself up or you can say, this is a work in progress. Nothing is built in a day. Everything evolves. Everything moves forward. Everything is in process. Everything is in evolution. Everything is moving higher and higher and higher. The vibration of expansion is creating the new expanded version of you. So we'll say the version of you that exists now is created in a billionth of a second or a billion times in a second. So there's this expansion, expansion, expansion. It's all a new you. It's always complete. It's always perfect. It's always 100%. It's never incomplete. It's never imperfect. It's never anything except the perception of that individual going through that experience has to be somewhat limited has to be somewhat limited. You have to think of yourself as imperfect on a journey of self-discovery. Because if you just sat there and thought you were perfect, this reality wouldn't exist. The core limiting belief of I'm not the creator of my reality could be said. The core limiting belief is I'm imperfect. So I must strive to something else. Remove the flaws, remove the problems, get what you think you want, effort and struggle, whatever it is. The truth is perfection. You can't understand it. You can't feel it. It's not necessary. But that's the truth. That truth now allows you to see everything else as perfect as well. Doesn't mean you don't want to change it. Doesn't mean you don't want to move. Doesn't mean it won't expand. If it's perfect now and it's perfect 
tomorrow and it's a different version tomorrow, how could it be different? Perfect to perfect. Expansion. It's in a different reality. It's in a different set of circumstances. It's in a different combination of relationships. It's in a different space and time. It's all different. It's still perfect. It's all different. So look at Rome took how many hundred years? It was never incomplete on that moment. It was what it was. It was only incomplete by either the perception it should be different than it is or how it's evolved over the past. But in the moment, it was always Rome. That was the Rome, whatever it was. Now you could say, okay, well, this period was better than that period on some standards, which you like to play with and label. That's judgment based in duality. It's also a form of control. So there is a aspect there that says, if I believe I'm perfect, I have no control. What am I going to do? I'd have to just be in whatever moment without any control over future moments. So you want to believe you're imperfect so that you can fix whatever you think is wrong about yourself. Because you think in the fixing of whatever is wrong about yourself, you'll feel better. I don't have a relationship. Yeah, because right now you are perfect without a relationship. I don't have a job. Yeah, right now you're perfect without a job. You're in the perfect space to do what you can do right now on your journey of self-discovery. Wherever you are is perfect. Now you'll expand through that and now you'll play with new conditions. Those conditions will be perfect then too, but you'll have judgments about them. As you expand exponentially on this journey of self-discovery, discovering more about who you are and how this reality works and how you inject love and acceptance into your reality, you expand that perspective. In that perspective, you uncover limiting beliefs that were not necessary to uncover in any other incarnation of you. The limiting beliefs that come up at that time are perfect, wouldn't be suitable five years ago, won't even exist five years from now. Every single moment of your life is perfect. Every single aspect of your reality is perfect. Every single perfect person in your reality is perfect. You're perfect and you get to experience and judge and observe it all. And then you get to either connect to it or disconnect to it and have that experience. Well, you've disconnected your life enough. Imagine now connecting to it, leaning into it, having less fear, having less concern, having less worry, having less doubt, seeing everything as a reflection. Oh, that's just a limiting belief. Okay, I can deal with that. Blah, 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 blah. Do all that stuff. Play with it. Okay, well, where I am right now has to be perfect for some, some reason. Let's lean into this. What can I do now? I see it as perfect. Guess what? Inspiration. And then the inspiration comes. You go, no, I can't do that. But you can. You can do anything at any moment the inspiration comes. You have a set number of finite number of actions, choices, and decisions you can do at any moment with any inspiration. And you can say no if you want to. But guess what? That vibration of self-discovery is leading you forward. So if you say no, there's going to be a little inner conflict there. There's going to be a little spark there. There's going to be a reason you said no. What's the reason you said no? Doubt, fear, worry, limiting beliefs. Perceiving yourself as a victim. I don't want to do that thing I'm inspired to do. Okay. Then a manifestation that's going to come to show you that limiting belief. You ignore it, ignore, ignore it. Bigger, bigger, bigger. That's up to you. You want to play that game? That's great. You are never anything other than complete on an eternal journey of self-discovery. Well, that sounds like a paradox. 
You're perfect from the day you initiated this journey to the infinite and every point along the way. Yet you're never complete in the journey. You're complete in the being that you are as you exist now, just as Rome existed at one period and then a different period. It was never incomplete. It was never anything imperfect. There was only the judgment of imperfection and incompleteness. That's part of the game. You get to play that game any way you want. And then when you transition to non-physical, you'll benefit from the expansion that you had. And you'll be so excited, you want to dive in again and do it again and again and again. But if you get to this point now where many of you are, is realizing at the highest level of perspective on the planet, when you're getting to where you are now, you're like, okay, this could be really fun. This could be really interesting. This could be an incredible ride. This could be full of joy and love. And if I don't need to worry about myself and protect myself, then there's no reason not to act on any inspiration. And if the inspiration leads me into a manifestation event, awesome, because now I get to process the limiting belief. And that's what I want to do. I want to discover limiting beliefs, process them, and come into fruition with the expansion that I intended prior to my birth. That's what you're doing. That's what you're all doing. All it is, is a matter of perception. You get to choose that perception because that perception is based in beliefs and you can choose your beliefs. And with that, we are complete. Oh, yes. Thank you. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Well, I really hope you enjoyed that episode. There's a lot of great stuff there. You may have to listen to it a couple of times to get it all, but essentially to know yourself is to love yourself. To love yourself is to know yourself. When you are going through experiences at a higher perspective, you will understand more and more about yourself. They'll fill in the holes of limiting beliefs, things like that. Experience is what teaches. Now, going into every experience, you have to ask yourself, why? Why am I going into this experience? What is in it for me? When you take that perspective, you are open to all the information that's in the experience, and you'll understand how every experience is for your benefit and growth. Uh, please like and subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends on Facebook, leave a review, all that great stuff. Leave a comment. Those things really help. And as uh, you can see, this podcast is growing and growing. The more that we share it with others, the easier it is for them to find it. And the more we build this community, it's really a fun thing to do. If you have any questions for me, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And there's a lot of great stuff on the website, a lot of free stuff. Uh, there is a seven-day course. That course will change your perspective. There's the neutrality meditation. There's some free meditations. So check all that out. And uh, until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.